Welcome to Healing Begins. My name is Pastor Gail Crock. I don't know what you're doing this morning. Sit back and relax. I have an interesting guest, Jasmine Faith. Say hi, Jasmine. Hi. <laughs> We're talking this morning about her life, about things that she's went through. She lives in Switzerland and we live in Michigan. So there's a long, a long distance between us, but uh, with internet and technology today, we can stream and touch many lives. I'm thinking of the 58 nations that listen to the podcast channel as Adam specifically, there's people from France, Switzerland, Hong Kong, China. There are so many different people that have chose to tune in and I'm all about reaching the nations with the love of Jesus. So uh, Jasmine, you want to continue on with your story? Um, yeah, sure. So uh, we left off last time from my parents, you know. Um, I think a lot of people who come from um, countries where war happened, you know, they they have broken homes because, for example, I'm sure you have, you know, your your complete family with you and you know, if you want to see your mom or, I mean, or, you know, someone close to you, you can just go to them. But for people who immigrate, it's not the same, you know, they're, they're alone, you know, they're doing life alone and they only have each other. So my parents had each other and there was so many unhealed um, stuff and trauma that there was so much anger, you know, there was so much frustration, um, I grew up in a home where, uh, you know, there was so much of that and there was a constant need for survival. Like, even if you have everything that you need, you still feel like you need to do something to, to not worry anymore. And you cannot live like a carefree life. You know, you're, you're constantly thinking, okay, I have to survive. I have to uh, do this and that, you know? So it was really, it, it was hard growing up and trying to fit um for me especially um you know at home it was my Sri Lankan parents and when I get out of home um the Swiss culture you know so it was also hard um I often had like a identity crisis because when I went to uh the you know the to Sri Lanka or India like I I never completely fit there and when I come to to my Swiss friends I <laughs> I don't also completely fit there there's always that gap and um also when i was younger i i lived a lot of racism you know people making fun of my color people making fun of the stuff we eat <laughs> just just silly things you know but as a kid it can really affect you and affect your confidence um and i i think you know it's still going on as well you know even in schools sometimes um there is this hostility, you know, shown towards people of color. And there is this, like, sometimes people look at you weird, you know, and, um, you know, it was really hard to outgrow everything, you know, life was tough. And, um, uh, yeah, there was, there's so many things that took place, you know. So I really understand those people who, who come from war or countries where war happened because, it's scattering everything, you know, people, it splits families. Uh, it's horrible, you know, um, 
my last I have two little brothers I am the eldest and my last brother he never met my grandmother you know and we we only saw our grandmother like once or like twice you know so that's how you know our life went and yeah <laughs> and it was really tough sometimes I watch videos coming out of war and there was a video and when my team saw that I was about to watch it, they said, don't watch that, Gail. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I really needed to watch it as this Christian was kneeling. And a guy with a machete took his life. Mm -hmm. I thank God I never came out of war. I thank God I never had to immigrate. But the Lord has given me a heart for those that have. Um, and I know that, you know, I've not experienced that trauma. Thank God I've not experienced that trauma. But I felt like I had to watch the video because this Christian was giving his life for his faith. Mm -hmm. And the one moment he's on earth and the next moment he's in heaven. And I'm not going to get into all the war stuff right now. There's a lot of war going on right now across the world. Yeah. There are people suffering. There are people dying. There are people crying out to God, begging not to be killed. And I said in America, perfectly safe. Well, mm -hmm. we think. And people are giving their lives. And the real people. And the only difference between them and me is where I was born. That's the only difference. I remember standing in the garbage dump, San Jose, Costa Rica, in a place called La Carpio where 42,000 displaced refugees live mm -hmm. in a quarter mile square radius and 10 houses that we wouldn't even put a dog in. They're so bad. I remember looking at those houses and looking at the poor and what the Lord said to me about the nations. He, uh, he made me a promise. You take care of them. I'll take care of you. And uh, it's so easy here to get caught up in our little lives, driving our little cars, going to our jobs, enjoying our fun. And I, I find like when I go out and I come back home, I have reverse culture shock that goes on for weeks for me to try to adjust back. And so when you're talking about war and you're talking about trauma, I mean, this is trauma at, at the worst in the manifestations of evil at the worst. And so I didn't mean to get so emotional, but these are things I think about as I said here. That's true, yeah. And I'm glad you made it. Let me say that again. I'm glad you made it. I'm glad your mom and dad made it. 
you know, to Switzerland. And so, wow, how in the world did you ever um, heal? And I know what it's like not to be treated nice, and I'm white. You know, I mean, I was bullied in school. I was pushed around, called names. But when you're of another culture, it's completely different. You know, it's a lot worse. So how did you ever find the healing that you needed for your life, Jasmine? I think I found healing in the presence of God. It was mm. really the place I healed, but also to have godly friends who spoke life over me. And yeah. because these experience can really leave um, ungodly beliefs and you could believe a lie, you know, that you're not enough and you're not worthy and you're not valuable. Yeah. But I literally had, you know, so many friends who would speak life into me and say, no, like God finds you beautiful. God finds you valuable. You are precious to God. You know, you're enough. And just speaking the truth set me free, you know. So the presence of God healed me and the the truth of God set me free. Yeah. <laughs> I'm clapping. You guys can't see that. And uh, I, I totally agree with that because the other day I felt really burdened. I felt the heaviness in my chest. You know, it took four hours in prayer. To get that to lift off me wow. took four hours. That was Sunday. I was mm -hmm. feeling this, and I don't always know what it is, you know, warfare, whatever it is. But in the presence of Jesus is healing. I love the name Rafa. Such a beautiful name, Jehovah Rafa, mm -hmm. God, my healer. I pray that as you continue to talk like Peter, his shadow fell on people and it began to heal people. I pray that your sound of your voice would pierce people's darkness and that the presence of Jesus would fall on people as you continue to share your life and your testimony. What are you feeling, Jasmine? <laughs> Um, I don't know, emotional. <laughs> well, yeah, we're in a God. There, look, for those of you who are listening, we're in a God moment. Mm -hmm. I feel the presence. And on my show, you can be emotional. Because you know what? Emotions are real. Mm -hmm. When you're not <laughs> fake. I don't like fakeness and neither do you. Mm-hmm. I used to say, God, I don't like my emotions. I don't want to show them. Why do you make me cry when I preach? Why do you do that to me? I mean, I get in front of, I was in a rehab up in the mountains of uh, Costa Rica in front of 40 girls that had been rescued from sex trafficking. And I stood there and God opened the window to their life. And I felt their pain. And I broke yeah. down and I cried. And they're all looking at me. <laughs> 40 adolescent girls looking at me like, who is this guy crying in front of us? But then I shared with my heart with them and their walls came down. And we had an amazing time. Two days in rehab. With the, I go there every year. 
to work with these girls every year. Work with the prostitutes, work with the kids, work with the gangs. You know, God's, we got to go into the darkness and pull people out. Uh, They're valuable. Uh, But we were in an emotional moment. I'm going to ask you a question. What was in your mind? I think just the realization of, you know, the pain and that whole experience, you know. Yeah. Just to look back on everything. Yeah. But I'm so thankful that God you know, really got out of that and redeemed us, you know. And I'm so different today, you know, I, I'm a different person, you know. Um, yeah, but I just really, I'm so grateful for how God picked us up, you know, from that situation we were in, like so many years back. So yeah, just the realization of that. <laughs> You know, uh, I forget where this scripture is at, but I love it. He chose the weak things of this world and the things that are not to nullify the things that are so no one can boast before him. And I think if you were to know me as a little boy, I grew up in the middle of a cornfield on a farm, totally white community except for a migrant community down the road for me. So I found that I hit more pinatas on my birthday than anything else. (laughs) And I learned all the wrong words in Spanish. Um, But I never ever thought God would call me to serve him. I never thought he'd ask me to be a pastor. He called me when I was young, seven. He kept calling over my life, calling I'm calling you. I'm calling you. Going back to the pain. The thing that I praise God about. He can take that pain. He died for that pain. To heal us from that pain. Right. It's okay to get emotional, Jasmine, because I just (laughs) really emotional on you because I felt the presence of the Lord and began to cry over here. And I learned I'm not going to. I'm not going to push that away. It's a part of who I am. He made me emotional, right? Yeah. People's heart open when when they feel your heart comes out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're still kind of in that moment, aren't we? <laughs> For the front <laughs> of the Lord is here. What's going through your mind right now? Um. Yeah, I'm just really, just really grateful, you know. And it's amazing what God can do and how he can change any messy situation to our good, you know. So just the realization of it. Um, You know, today I'm married, I'm pregnant, you know. Congratulations. Thank you. And God has blessed our ministry, um, our music. So much came, but when I think of where it started and, you know, how 
everything the start was rough <laughs> yeah, I bet it was <laughs> but I think that sometimes some situations are allowed in our life to prepare us for what's to come and to prepare our hearts you know um, because all of these experiences made me who I am today um, and I'm able to open my heart to people and to love people so at the end, it all—it's all for God's glory, you know. Um, but yeah, what the enemy meant for bad, mm-hmm. God turned for good. And a friend of mine exactly. was just having this discussion yesterday. He said, uh, "Why have all these bad things happened to me? Why am I suffering like this?" And I, I looked at him and I said, "How would you feel if you were in one of these countries where war was going on?" And your family was being killed and murdered. How would you? And he got real quiet. And I said, that is what I think about. And I I have to put my hand, I have to put my life into the hands of a God that is sovereign. My grandma used to say to me, she'd say, Gail, when you don't know what to do, trust Jesus. She beat that into me. I mean, my grandma lived yeah. the whole life. So if mama didn't get you, grandma got you. And if gra- she was born in the 1800s, so she wasn't shy. You got a spanking if you deserve it. <laughs> so uh, I'm, tra- I'm going to transition to a little lighter side of things. I remember being in Toronto at yeah. the airport church, standing in the balcony during a Catch the Fire conference. You know, you know, in the book of Revelation, it says there's a multitude on the sea of glass from every tribe, kindred, nation, and tongue. Mm-hmm. And I stood in that balcony and I listened to the nations praise the Lord in their own tongue. It was the most beautiful, inspiring. Mm-hmm thing I've ever heard I said Lord wow the sea of glass Mm. I've only seen heaven from the outside but that was such a beautiful scene and I love catch the fire conferences (laughs) did you love them oh yeah I think um Catch the Fire Church, being there and in School of Ministry, completely changed my life. Mm-hmm. Um, they, When we started the course, there was one month just for inner healing. Oh. <laughs> and so we all like cried so much, all the students. And, but it was, there was so much healing happening. And for me, that's, that, that's where I had my breakthrough. And I think there's there's a healing anointing in that place. And yeah. it was just such an amazing experience. And I grew up so much in worship there. You know, I did the house of prayer there. And that really brought me so close to God, you know, and just the importance of forgiveness, you know. Um, I think many hearts are hardened. Many blessings are blocked because there is unforgiveness. And once we choose to forgive and choose to let go, you know, of those who hurt us, that's where the breakthrough happens. And for me, that's when I had my breakthrough. And 
just to decide, okay, God, I forgive those who hurt me. I forgive everybody who hurt me. And that's when I felt a wall fall down and, and just my relationship with God gets so intimate. And my worship, my ministry became so much more genuine and so much more intimate, you know, with God and with people. So, yeah, to me, it was really what changed my life, I would say, all the time. My experience in Catch the Fire Church, um, they're awesome. <laughs> in the couple minutes we have left, do you want to lift up a prayer for those that need inner healing? Maybe they just need yeah. healing from pain. Yeah, of course. Father God, we thank you for this beautiful moment that we could share. And God, right now we pray for those who need inner healing, those who come from broken homes, from those who have a broken past, those who have so many wounds in their hearts. And maybe it's hard to forgive those who hurt us. But Father God, right now, I pray that you would give us the grace Lord, to forgive those who have wronged us. Lord, I pray that your healing water, Lord, would flow through and that it would heal every broken heart, that it would mend every broken families, every broken homes, Father God. Lord, I pray that you would heal the hearts and that you would put your balm, Lord, on their hearts, on their wounds, Father God. Let your love come through and flow through them, Lord. I pray that you would flow through marriages. I pray that you would flow through families, flow through parents' children relationships, flow through the friendships, flow through the relationships, Lord, and that you would bring healing, Lord. And I pray that everything the enemy tried to separate and divide, Lord, I pray that you would restore, that you would restore everything that was destroyed, that you would build back the ruins, Lord, into a beautiful palace. We thank you, Jesus, and we pray in your name. Amen. Amen. The name of Jesus, the name that is above every name. At that Amen. name, darkness flees. At that name, light shines at the darkness. At that name, there's hope. Oh, I'm so thankful, thankful, thankful. Well, I want to thank everybody for joining us for Healing Begins. I want to thank Jasmine Faith for being here. You can Google her, Jasmine Faith. You can do the English, but if you're from France or the different Switzerland or the different nations, Jasmine Faith Godson, you can look her up, look all her music up. It's fantastic. I'm hoping to have a couple of shows where she can uh, share her music because I would love to hear a couple of the songs that she's written in English. I know I do French, but I can't understand French. But, <laughs> but I want to thank you. And so may the Lord bless you. May he keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you. May he just be so gracious, loving, and kind to you. In Jesus' name. <laughs>